How do we do this again? Bugaboo. 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 I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Big fucking news, boys. First of all, we're back together for the first time in, I don't know, since Yay! 1985. <laughs> since White Snake toured. Um, Daryl, how's your morning going? It's good. I'm not at work. What so. are you drinking? What is that? This is uh, an energy tea thing. <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> it's from Lakeside, or is that the flavor? Is it Lakeside. just fucking lake water? <laughs> they opened up in Naples yesterday. So oh, Nepal. It. Nepal. <laughs> it's very tasty. What is it? Is it like, do they put like energy shots in it and stuff like that? Kind of, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's like Aroma Joe's, but like a local schmo it's, doing it. It's not carbonated or anything like that. It's no, there's no sugar in it or anything. That shit, it's like... It's a healthy energy drink, like G Fuel. Is it? Is it healthy? Yeah. Will you stop pimping G Fuel? I this? fucking love. The G name Fuel. of the drink is fucking W. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm gonna get G Fuel tattooed on my ass. I mean, to go with the one that you already have that says Monster on it. <laughs> my name's not the. My not name the, is not Kyle. There's not no the drink, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm not so at work. You, so it's you a good got a day. delicious drink. It's a good day morning for mm-hmm. you. Did you pull fucking shutters off your house and scrub them this morning? I didn't. I did that last summer. Or did you just? Did you just? And then I never put them back. Did up. you just secure the house in ball shorts and a t-shirt all morning and then decide, all right, it's time to go do this? Pretty much. Got my kid off to school and I said, okay, it's time. Kids go to school. It's time. <laughs> Tony, how about your morning? Mm, fuck, my morning has been very, very, very productive. productive. Tony's already had a full day. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's ready for bed. Listen, my my day yesterday right. today has been nothing but productivity. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, between taking showers off the house, scrubbing them down, uh, bringing brush back. Leaves back. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, we're gonna fix a fence. We're gonna fix some fence. Just to clean it up around the house. Like, yeah, I've been I've been a busy little worker bee. Busy little bee. Tony, busy little bee bee. You have big news. Why don't you go ahead and uh, <laughs> drop that bomb on him like the gap band? There's a weird reference. <laughs> the clown has no penis. <laughs> what kind of dreams? Everyone, everyone fucking knows that. They're inflatable balloons that they tie into dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine fucking with an inflatable dog. Jesus. Nope. All right. I can't imagine it. <laughs> I am now, and I wish I wasn't. Now I feel like I have to clean my brain search history. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> so uh, I guess I guess two things. One being that Tori and I aren't crazy. That we got a diagnosis that Izzy has oppositional defiance disorder, which explains a lot of her behavior as of late or as of the last couple of years. Um, so now it's time to get a full psyche eval and, and, you know, try to figure out with the school and, and stuff like that, which that from a doctor should make that easier. Should be able to qualify for Katie Beckett, which is through the state. So now hopefully we don't have to pay five grand for a psyche eval. Oh, and, that'd be uh, nice. Yeah. Um, but um, now it's now, now we don't feel crazy for, for feeling you know the the way that we did basically you know helpless to try to help her so that's good um the first megaton yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that that'll be that'll it's be been good. a long road this is going to be a haha episode I can yeah. tell. <laughs> no 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 that's you know that's hopefully will be the last of the sappy shit um no uh my big news is that uh i am leaving 
the bugaboos. <laughs> There's more to that. Hold on. <laughs> At work. At work. <laughs> I mean, with the frequency we do this, who's to even fucking say? Um, so I have been unhappy at work. Uh, you know, you, you, you since I started there for, you know, for a hot minute for for a little while for for a while. You know, I've kind of trudged through, um, and I have gone from you know being who I am to Tony the camper guy to being the most senior person there after two and a half years, which tells you anything. It's a little little toxic, but I kind of held through, um, and I kind of had an interaction with the GM that really kind of hurt and I put in an application to be a sales manager at a different um, location, different industry altogether and they actually offered me a finance manager position and the assistant sales manager position that I took so as of this Saturday I will no longer be working at Camping World. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, uh, you know. We don't have a sound effects board, I'm yeah. sorry. You could have fooled me. Because we've yeah. got a whole 10 subscribers or whatever it is. We can't afford soundboards. Uh, but if we if we could, rest assured, there would be an effect for that. Oh, 100%. Every time someone drops a bomb. <laughs> the gap man, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So this Saturday is my my last day, and um, we're gonna miss you, man. Yeah, you know uh, it's it, it sucks because I, I liked what I did. Um, I, I had no problem doing it. I've been number one on the board as far as sales guys go since since the beginning of the year. Uh, I'm number one on the sales board now. Um, Nonstop five months. And you know, unfortunately, the money that I made last year versus this year is, isn't there, and. It's been a stressful kind of struggle dealing with that, and um, and to put it in perspective, um, last year I sold seventy six campers down the road, like actually out, um, and I made over six figures. This year I'm at fifty six already. I've got twenty left to go, um, and I've got another three or four to go out this week. Um, and I'm nowhere near a quarter of what I made last year. Oof. So massive difference. Ouch. So definitely, you know, that hurts the team. Um and with benefits costing as much as they do, my benefits for my family cost around nine hundred bucks every two weeks. I think I think last year my total benefits cost was like close to twenty five thousand dollars. So it's insane. So it's it, you know, it's not great. So um like I said, I had uh, kind of an issue with my GM, and kind of his stance on something really hurt me. You know, didn't I wasn't upset. It didn't make me angry. I was I was hurt by it because I'm the, I'm the guy who will go above and beyond and do whatever they want me to. Have done. Have done. Been there past midnight plowing. You know, not not getting paid to do it. Just just being there to help, basically. Um, Working on the dealership. Yep. And paying them to do it because we're on a draw. Yep. You know. Um, it's the perfect plan for them. Yeah, right. The management can just sit there and go. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even free labor. No. Right. It's like when a company needs to replace all their windows, so they open a window company and then they pay themselves exorbitant amounts of money so they can extort and get that money back plus some. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like fucking. This window does not cost a thousand dollars to swap out, but right. it does for them. 
It's yeah. like me making phone calls for the purchasing portion of it. I don't get paid unless I make an appointment. Well, I don't know how to make appointments, so I'm just doing this gratis right. on top of my normal calls. <laughs> Makes sense, right? So, I will no. do it gratis. <laughs> so, Sorry, bro. So, like, I'm going to get together with That's a Horton Here's a Who reference, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting you with a hotness. From the book or the movie? From the movie. Okay, just check. Yeah. Um, this seems like a house that would celebrate the Seuss. Uh, yeah, we, we the do. The good doctors. We, we do. So, no, I, I get it. You know, I get, I get how you feel trying to make appointments, you know. And so when that happened and I felt that way, I happened to see on my phone, I got an uh, alert that a job that fits my description opened up. Is for sales manager <laughs> the description position. was don't be camping world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there's from a new Ronald fucking McDonald. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was for sales manager for um, ATVs motorcycles at Central Maine Power Sports. And I, you know what? I put in for it, even though I didn't really have all the experience. But I'm, you know, I, I have sales experience and running a you know a store and management and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'll, I'll put in for it. Went interviewed with the guy and. I was I was sick the entire night before and driving there. I, like while I was talking to the guy, I was shaking, like I like like cold shake, because I was so nervous. I hadn't done interview in two and a half years. Like you know, I, I took you right back, didn't it? It did, and you know, but then there's this, <laughs> there's this there's this also this thought in the back of my my mind, like if this happens. I have to tell my boss Ray, who I absolutely love. The, the guy is great. I've got nothing against him. You know, I I was worried about having to tell him I was leaving. Yeah. So when I got there, we had the interview. The guy told me that you know basically the finance manager is going to go to the sales manager. He thinks you know the guy's been there for thirteen years. He wants to change. I'm like I understand that. And he goes, you know, would you be interested in a finance manager position? I'm like. I would, but I have no experience with finance. Like I can, I know the process somewhat. Uh, you know, very, very two minute handoff. Or whatever yeah, it is. you know, very, very rudimentary kind of understanding of it. Um, you know, so we kind of talked to answer more questions, and then I left, and I sent him, a, sent him an email just saying, "Hey, thank you for your time. You know, I, I, you know, I understand. You know, you're looking for something else. Blah blah blah." He sent me back a, an email instantly, almost saying, "Listen, I'd like to offer you a sales position right now, but I think it's too much of a hit for you. You know, being 60, 70 grand based on what you told me you made last year." And I said, "You know, it, it would be, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, let me know if anything else opens up in the future. You know, but whatever." I, I wrote it off. So that was uh, Tuesday. So I go to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, and I just out of my mind. Saturday morning, I wake up to an email. Hey, this is Craig, who's the GM slash owner. Hey, this is Craig. I'd like to offer you the finance manager position. And I just about shit my pants. I'm I like, know. I, I, was, I was the first call, and I didn't answer, so I still have the voicemail. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? So I sent him an email back. Wow, thank you. Like, you know, he's like, you know, when can you come in and talk? I told him, you know, Tuesday's my day. I sent him off Sunday and Tuesday. Now they're closed every Sunday, so I, you know, but yep. I, if you want me to meet him there, I would go. The Lord didn't ride motorcycles on Sundays, guys. <laughs> Everyone knows that. He also didn't use campers, but on here that we day, are. on that day he rested. <laughs> he rested his laurels. Um, so I went in there Tuesday, and you know, he's he's talking to me about you know my job history and this and that, and 
you know, we're going over the, the pay scale and the pay structure and, and commission structure and, and bonus and this and that and what I would be doing. And he's like, oh, and by the way, I want you to be more than just a finance manager. I want you to be the assistant sales manager as well. I'm like, no shit. And the hours are better. They're 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, where Camping World's 9 to 7. They're, sorry, 8.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 4 on Saturdays. Camping World is 9 to 6, and Sundays, every Sunday I'm off. So I'll, my day off will be Wednesday during the week, and every we, Sunday. We meant to tell you, Tim, you now have to switch your day off to Wednesday permanently, so get on that. If you could, if you could, if you could fix that. Because that's also my day off. So yeah. If, uh, in a, on, on a non-joking note, should I try to move from Tuesdays to Wednesdays going forward? Fuck yeah. I mean, okay. him and I are off on Wednesdays. Normally, that's Katrina's day off, but mm-hmm. I'm sure we can just make the swap. I'll yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. He, Does that mean that we're going to be doing this more regularly? That's the I'm fucking a, dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's this Until Tony's burnt out from his day and he needs a day of rest like the Lord. No, no. A day it, for it, motorcycles <laughs> like the Lord? <laughs> so... The, the only downside to this whole job change is that it's a half-hour trip to work versus eight minutes. But you're still home before. But, but, you know, but in saying that, you know, I'm going to be home earlier every day, at least by a half hour. Yeah. Yep. You know, so and... even at its worst, it's better. It, even at its worst. You know, I have every Oof. Sunday off. <laughs> On Saturdays, yeah, I'm going to have to work Saturdays, right? Whatever it's sales, I, I get it. But I'm out at four o'clock. I'm still gonna be home by four thirty. Well, you There's guys are still there for an hour and a half, like three yeah. and or later, right? <laughs> you know, and you know my, you know Ray. So after all this happened, and you know he's like, listen, I, I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna make between this much and this much. I'm not saying that you can't make more. I'm not saying that the other people don't make more over the last three years. But he's like, I would rather underpromise and over deliver than the other way around. And I'm like, well, shit, that's refreshing. Yeah. That's so, new. after I met with him, I went and talked to the finance manager, and I asked him, you know, and he told me kind of what he's made over the last, you know, last three, four years, and I'm like, well, shit. Also, the health insurance is half the cost. Yep. So, that alone is a raise. Like, that right there is a, a 10 or 12 grand raise right. every year. So, it's like, you know, that, the hours, you know, it's a, they have a year-round you know, clients like because they sell motorcycles and ATVs and side by sides and dirt bikes and snowmobiles and generators and I'll be you know, buying for a snowmobile you for know, sure. It, it's like is that what you need in your life? Uh, yeah, a new sled. I've needed a snowmobile so for a decade. Rip it. I forgot rip that you're rip. part of the Ravex team. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Fuck's sake. Daryl was part of the grass drags incident that killed that guy. <laughs> Listen, I lived on a snowmobile growing up. Took the snowmobile to the wigwam. <laughs> Used to snowmobile to school. Oh, God. <laughs> That's cool. You hurt me so much when you were still your pants. So you were having pants-off dance-offs in the driveway yep. while you were rollerblading. Hot shit. And you would take your snowmobile to work? <laughs> your penchant for memory school. is fantastic. But yes, all of this is true. <laughs> I have a penchant. Facts. <laughs> so... Just making sure I'm painting the right picture here because it looks so, like fucking Zoobly Zoo. The more I think about it, the more I really lived the You're life Uncle growing Grandpa. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that was a great childhood. Uh, it definitely beat my childhood. <laughs> I, I really think back sometimes. I'm like, man, I actually had it pretty fucking good. 
We didn't yeah. have a whole lot of money, but we made our own fun. But you knew how to grip it and rip it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to send it. I'm just going to send just it. Just going to send it. <laughs> For fuck's sake, dear. <laughs> Boggle my mind sometime. He's the secret best guitar player I've ever met. Well, that's but not true not, at all. But he will not show us because of the fact that he's too good. He'll melt our faces. It's like looking into the fucking Ark of the Covenant. It's, it's, we'll die the, it's really the exact opposite. I haven't picked up a guitar in a decade, and then you guys play. I'm like, oh, It's weird I'm that you're bad. fully equipped, even though you don't pick up guitars to play them at all. Because <laughs> I don't like playing around people. Growing up, I just played in my room. You just go into the back cave. <laughs> you you pulled the third installment of Encyclopedia and Brown, and the door opens up. <laughs> I got to the point playing by myself that I'm like, all right, now I'm going to leash this on the ladies because that's why I picked up the guitar in the first place, and it worked for a while. Yeah. Then I stopped playing. Just putting poison on the daggers. And, and, and let me tell you, if you don't use it, you lose it. It's true. If you don't Howard Hughes it, you lose it. Yep. Okay. I'm excited to check out that amp that you have today yes. before I head off to my doctor's appointment. Yeah. So so I so the guy, you know, so I leave there and then the whole way home I'm thinking, fuck, I have to now tell my boss yep. I'm leaving. He hasn't said tell my wife yet. But <laughs> <laughs> he's well, like I hope Ray's understanding. I, I've applied to jobs and as I'm applying to jobs, I'm like, how am I gonna fucking tell the people at work that I'm leaving? <laughs> yeah. Are you also considering? Fuck yeah. Oh, oh, all right. So <laughs> so I left there, I came Bad home. Read of the room. <laughs> told, I got, told Tori. Yeah. You know, she's like, All right, you know, well, you know, let's let's do it. She goes, now you got to go to work and tell them. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I know Ray's on. Chris is on vacation in Mexico or yep. whatever, you know. And Puta cana. So I, I go into work, you know, and I, I drive in. I get out and dress nice because I just came from, you know, this thing. And and Pete and Trevor see me, and they're like, what's going on? I'm like, <laughs> you fucking know. <laughs> I'm like, uh, nothing. They're like. You look like you came from an interview. Like actually, I came from a hiring. <laughs> and they both like looked at me and they're like, "You dropped a bomb on me." <laughs> so I go in and they're having a department head meeting. I see Dan Karen's there. I'm like, "Fuck! I better go pack my shit." So I went and literally packed everything I own into a box because, for those of you who don't know, RGM has a zero to 1,000 mile per hour fucking switch, and it's either all or nothing. And Accurate as fuck. You have no idea what you're going to get. And most of the time, it's not good. True. So I'm like, I'm going to go. I will say for me, he's never been like a sack. Oh, down there, he. Th- th- I thought he was the greatest human being alive when I was down on the BDC. <laughs> yeah. It's like he feels bad you for make you it down sound there? like I'm subterranean, like Mole Man. <laughs> I was in there. Uh, down there in the depths. Someday we'll get to the light. <laughs> Um, I never knew he got angry at people until yeah. I moved to sales. Right? No, no. So he only gets angry at sales. It seems yeah. like some days. So and service. I feel like he. I feel like there's a couple fireballs that are reserved. I for mean, service. I will be surprised, honestly. I and you know, whatever. I, I will be surprised if Dan and Josh are there after six months. I was going to say the same thing. Um, the the problem is is that Dan has a hair trip trigger, and you have no idea what you're going to get. You know, and even with customers, reminds right. me of a not, not at and Yeah. So I, I went and packed my stuff and had it ready just in case, because I have expected to say something and have you know, once you pack your fucking shit and get out. Yep. So like, I'm gonna make. I'm not. You know, I'm gonna. So preparing for the worst. I went and talked to Ray, and and I'm like Ray. I'm like, um, 
you're, you know, you're going to sit down for this. I got to talk to you. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> I said, hey, you know, I just, I just came from, I was offered a job doing this, and I think I need to take it. And he just, his face just fucking dropped. And I'm like, I, and I told, I almost started to fucking cry, honestly. Like I was choking up because I told him, I said, listen, I said, there's only one person here that I dreaded telling I was leaving. That was you. I'm like, I honestly felt like I was coming to tell my dad I crashed his truck. Yeah. Like, like that's, I'm like, I, I honestly and totally respect you beyond measure. I'm like, and you're the only person I felt anything about saying goodbye to. I'm like, I dreaded saying this. I, I dreaded coming to this point. He's like, well, what happened? And I told him what happened, and, and he just, he understood. He's like, well, I don't think you can make as much money. And I said, you know, Ray, it's, it's not it's not just about the money. I said, you know, I'm just tired. I'm tired of working harder than ever. I'm working more than, than I have the last few years. I'm making less money, and so. Just not happy. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just not happy. I'm like, there's, there's stuff there. that's going around there that, you know, I'm, I know they always tell me about how you know I'm great and this and that and stuff like that, which which is nice to hear. And you know that they respect me. And they think I said I told them I said I don't want to get to the point where you have to ask me to leave, or I say something to someone that makes it difficult for you or whatever. So I'd rather bow out gracefully and just leave than than cause an issue for you that you're gonna have to fix. Right. You know, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm negative every day, you know, and I said, it's not affecting my sales. I'm like, I've been number one since January. Right. You know, I'm like, you know, you can look at the numbers and stuff like that. You can look at the stats. Like, I'm not, it's, I haven't let it affect me sales wise, but emotionally, personally, like mentally, I'm, it's getting to a point where I'm miserable at home. I'm miserable here. It's not healthy. And you know, I, I think I really need to change, which which he understood and he agreed with. And, and um, you know, he's like, it sucks. I don't want to see you go. He's like, what do you want to do? And, uh, yeah, I told him, I said, uh, you know, I like to work out two weeks. I said, I packed up all my stuff, though, because I know Dan, you know, can fly off the handle. And, and uh, I said, I know that Ed's leaving next Friday for his daughter's graduation on Saturday. So, you know, I'd like to at least work till then so I can cover that for you so you're not short-staffed, which he appreciated. Um, and, and, you know, he's like, you know, he, he basically just asked me to to not make a make a hassle for him. And I, I said I wasn't going to. And, you know, I mentioned some things that I've seen, that I've heard, that, that I didn't agree with. He understood and... Then it just caused a lot of headache for somebody else that we work with. Right. So, um, you know, it's uh, it has nothing it has nothing to do with me. But you know, this person has done some kind of shady stuff. There's some kind of shady dealings behind the scenes that he's finally getting called out on, and he's blaming me for it. Yep. So, uh, I think people just are tired of it. Personally, I was, and I so I, I left. It'll be better overall. They they talk about not wanting a toxic work environment, blah, blah, blah. And the only part that's not toxic is most of the sales guys together. The second that they start introducing so many other... It, it goes from zero to hell so fast. Real quick. So fast. And it's the dumbest shit that sets it in motion. But then it falls on us 
because we're treated like the reason it's toxic and it has nothing to do with us. It's fucking taxing. I'm I'm just tired of um and I and I, so the next day he called me in the office to talk to me some more and you know I explained to him I said I'm tired of feeling like it's always my fault that everything goes wrong. Yeah. I said my paycheck depends on so many moving parts beyond my control that that it seems like it's my fault. I have to answer for service, I have to answer for finance, I have to answer for the store, I have to answer for all these departments. And all I ever hear is these departments getting called out for this or that when they do one thing right. Well, I've been there for two and a half years. I've done anything, everything they've asked for. And I'm not asking for a pat on the ass or, or something, whatever. But when you're sitting there in a meeting in front of everyone saying, thanks to Sarah for coming in and moving snow and you know, blah, 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 and you know, working late. And I'm, and I'm like... They're getting paid overtime. They're getting paid, you know, to do it, and I'm not, and not even a fucking word. Like, oh, and also the one sales guy who fucking helped, right? You know, and so you know, and we we talked about it again, and he, he you know, he asked me again. He's like, "Are you sure you want to go?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not <laughs> sure I want to go." I, I'm Reba. Puppies in the background. <laughs> Just doing puppy stuff. <laughs> She's actually talking to you. She's like, okay, Dad, I'm sorry. Poor bear. Unleash the beast. Such a tough life. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, he asked me, you know, one more time. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, no, I'm not sure. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm anxious. I'm, I'm everything, but I feel like I need to change. And everyone I've ever talked to, says that if I ever want to move up in this company, I need to have finance manager experience. Yep. You know, so... Is everybody that said that gone now? No, no. These are like um, <laughs> the regional managers and oh, stuff like that. Oh, you guys so, But we're also at a place where none of them are going anywhere. Right. So we're not going to get promoted by any means no. there. There's, there's just, there's no road up there. And that's the other thing that makes it feel so, you get so stuck. Um, sorry, a uh, basic question, but do the sales managers there make more than you guys? Yes. Or do you guys write um, your own check and they just kind of have more of a guarantee? I don't think they make, I don't know. I don't know if they make more than us, but I know they make more steadily. St- settle. Okay. More There's steady more income. They make more than yeah. us. Because like uh, my boss <coughs> makes money not only on how the, co- how the company does, but how many appointments that we make and how we do, you know, so it behooves us to do a good job. So that she gets paid well too, you know. Right, I'm sure it's the same thing. I mean, the whole so they make money off of what the dealership sells. The difference yeah. is they make money off of all of the sales guys, and then they have bonuses in place for certain thresholds that they hit. And, and you guys like make that. for sales, and you have spiffs and stuff. Like right, that, right. Are the spiffs pretty worthwhile? Depends Some. on what it is. Some of them are good. What's the best spiff that's ever happened there for you guys? Uh, Fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. It was the camper, like a, a leftover. Or something? It was a leftover twenty-two. It was a spiff that wasn't even a thing up until this year because there's so many flats. Uh-huh. They increased some of the spiffs on uh, a lot of units to help make things a little better for you guys. To well, sell. so what? Regularly, what, we we have Tony and I have got quite a few five hundred dollars ones. I have three sitting at home right now. Now, when you sell one and get a five hundred dollars spiff, you actually get about three. No, no, no. So no, no. on a spiff, you get a check from the manufacturer. And that check is the full amount. Oh, it doesn't get taxed? No. So you have to pay no. that back at the end of the year. 
Uh, does does that keep track of it and stuff like that? Like, like they do because they send you a form at the end of the like year, ten ninety nine or yeah. something like that. Okay, I got you. <clears throat> yeah, so you know, it's because I've thought about doing it. You know what I mean? I've thought about being doing sales and stuff, and I feel like I could probably do okay, but like I just don't know. There's just there's just so much you can you can take. You know, feeling like you're getting kicked in the dink or in the ovaries, depending on. You have to have the thickest fucking skin there, and I don't. Tony as well, even though he has the Italian rage, and if you cross him, you know that you, Tony doesn't exist to you anymore, and you might as well move on. But there are seances happening later yeah. that night. But like, my skin is already paper thin from being <laughs> stretched to maximum capacity, so I'm a sensitive boy for sure. Part of the reason why I haven't done it yet is because right. I just don't want to be like, oh, they really yelled at me. I think I'm going to go jump off a cliff now. <laughs> and we do. We get yelled at. I know. At. I know. I've heard it. I'll be like punching in. It'll be like eight forty-five in the morning. I'm yeah, like, let's, let's start the day off great. Yeah. The th- so the thing is, though, when when you get yelled at nine times out of ten, they're frustrated, but you've done the right thing. The only time I get upset is if I fuck something up, which is, in all honesty, pretty rare. I'm pretty careful. Tony's pretty careful. When we're getting yelled at, it's a direct result of other fuck ups. It just falls on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that really sucks. I don't take it personal when I know I couldn't have changed anything. It just makes, makes me sense. it just makes me mad. It doesn't make me upset. It makes me mad that I'm getting yelled at for somebody else's bullshit. So it's it's a different yeah. type of being yelled at. Unless you're, I fuck up. You're responsible. Like you're the one that has to see Correct. that thing out the door even though eight, eight other hands touch it before it goes. Which is the tough part. I mean, the money's better than where you are, especially this time of year. Or it can be. It can be. Right. I don't know what the future holds for campers. I'm, I'm on a good stretch right now, but I know that's not Do you ever feel last. like when you start a job, you always hear about how much better it was before you got there? It's grass is greener, man. Do you remember like when I first started at AT&T like 10 years ago, right? Uh, and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, man, you weren't around for fucking data packages and text I was. packages and stuff. You're like, oh, I was putting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars just into crack cocaine, whatever yeah. your deal was, right? Because of the fact that you just, what else are you going to do with it? And I made the joke about when I, when I fucking took Pizza Hut for the big grift with the buffet and like how much money I made doing that, you know what I mean? Which I wasn't the only fucking perp. My, my grift was to go to different Pizza Huts and put an application because it got me a free personal pan pizza. To yep. apply? Yeah. Yep. That is, woof. That's nice. like the kids that are like, I read a book. I'm like, you should. <laughs> yeah. So somewhere there is Here's a stack. Here's your fucking garbage pizza. I, somewhere I can, there's uh, a stack of personal pan pizza applications yeah, from for, me. For Tony Alvarez, Tony Sweet, Victor Sweet, Dr. Sweet, Napolitan Sweet. <laughs> I can confirm to you that uh, the early days of AT&T, like when I started, it was... The Wild West, if you it, will. It, it was, yeah. but it was fucking bananas. I think what happens, though, is when, when jobs get to that point, that's when they get hyped up, and that's when a bunch of people come so in. So here's the problem. And like, then that's when everything gets knocked out. You guys were selling campers a year or two ago when you were fucking making six figures, maybe more each, right? Not and me. Then, and then this I, guy. And then I come into it, and everybody's like, oh, Jesus, the recession. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 I always feel like I get on the train right before it crashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. Well, to be fair, it took... <laughs> to be it, fair. It, it took Tony Indeed. and I a solid five to six months of convincing you to apply to it in the first place. It's, uh, you're right. It's on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I believe I have the first message. Saved. Tim. <laughs> 
you should come work here. And, and it happened when Tony and I realized that we both knew you. To, to, so Tony and I's friendship blossomed very quickly. Blossomed. And then it, I didn't even know that he worked at at t because I never worked at the Scarborough store. The House of Pain. The House yeah. of Pain. Oh, God. I know who came up with that name. And I'll, Anyway. And then it was like a huge revelation. And we're like, wait a minute. And then we're like, oh, Tim. Did Tim. we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. yep. Exactly how it happened, actually. Dude, I bring people together. What can I say? <laughs> I hope when I'm gone, they'll sing my songs. <laughs> They're not very good, though. But yeah, it's. It, I think that's a direct result of a, a certain job gets a lot of money and a lot of fun and then it gets hyped up and everybody goes to it and then you have the corporate bean counters like those guys are making way too much money we need to fix that yeah it's exactly or, what happened. or they're like we're not getting enough of that it's exactly what happened at at&t when i yeah. my first six months of at&t it was june to december and i made sixty three thousand dollars selling cell phones in six months yeah, it's like, don't fucking... But here's the thing. If, if you have someone new working there and you know it used to be good, don't fucking tell them how great it used to be. Because <laughs> they'll always be, be resentful about the fact that they never got that. I waited I waited to join AT&T. Because I was... I know. Know, I thought, I quote-unquote thought I had a good thing being a manager at GameStop, right? And no, I was, I no was GameStop manager has ever sat there and said, I've got a good thing going well, right mean, now. I'm sorry that my, my, my slightly autistic brain thought I had a good thing going. And they you sent me to Vegas once a year. I didn't even go. <laughs> I felt bad because I knew I was going to be leaving in like three weeks, right? I was going to get back and then start at AT&T's training in three weeks. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. No Vegas for me, guys. It's okay. And I still got all the game consoles and stuff like that that you get. Yeah, uh, for being a manager, not that that matters now in my my fitness world. But. <laughs> Wait a second, you get consoles? Yeah, yeah they, give they, you, they give you free everything. You get video games, consoles, like that's so being a manager at GameStop, you get treated like shit for three hundred and fifty five days out of the year. But they send you to Vegas one week, and they spoil the fuck out of you that week. But there's still training to go to and yeah. teach you about the big rocks and the small rocks and the sand that goes in between. And the really good managers, when they would come back, they would keep a couple things, but then they would hand some stuff off yeah. to their employees. That's the point of it. Right. It's not the point of it, but it became the unspoken point of it. Like, I'll give you an example, okay? This really dates me, but uh, when I was supposed to go was when the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 launched, right? And Andrew Suter, not to name drop, was my manager at the time, right? And he had quit. He was shit. Huh? Love Andrew. Yeah, he's he's a good guy for sure. And he's always tried to get me into Wex, and I'm such a fuck because my crazy like health stuff with my parents was what was keeping me from going over there. I would love to go to Wex, Andrew. If you hear this ever, <laughs> Andrew, I, I want in. Andrew, I always just think of the big mouth dad <laughs> yelling whenever whenever I see him, and when I always send him that angry picture of the dad from Big Mouth. <laughs> but I don't think he gets it because he, he's not magical like me. But yeah, I gave him my PS4 that I got for free because I was like, hey man, I know that I'm taking over as the manager of this store, but I don't want you to feel like you're fucking shit out of luck. You know what I mean? And he thought that was a real... We've been friends for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's I good I still dude. go over and hang out with him and Molly and the kiddo and stuff like that. But yeah. Um, but at the time, I was like, you know, a bunch of guys like Jesse and uh, Kylie came in and they were like, you need to come over to AT&T. You could sell fucking phones. I was like, fuck you guys. I was selling, selling phones is the goddamn worst. That's, that is, and all I could think of was the fucking kiosk in the mall where they're like, sir, how much are you paying for your phone? Like, no, 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 get away from me. I'm try trying, to scream. Try to scream. Yeah, try I'm, to scream. I'm trying to eat my Wetzel's pretzel and get this fucking gift card from the tourist <laughs> where they're getting kicked out for being a weirdo. Telephone gratis, T-Mobile? 
And they're yep. just, yeah, they're like, I can save you $5 on your bill. I'm like, I'm not stopping for $5. <laughs> so that, that was actually my first experience in cell phones. Go was, fuck yourself. Was that kiosk. We've got so many custom cases. <laughs> I, uh, so I had a career at GameStop as well. But my career for GameStop started at EB Games yeah. before it got bought by GameStop. And I worked with Andrew and Noel and Kyle. Like, that was, that was the crew. the Crypt Keeper. Yes. <laughs> dude, love that guy. Yeah. Everybody thought nothing James... Wrong, nothing wrong with him. Dude, He's actually really nice. Everybody but. thought James was an asshole because he just, like... He, he yeah. tre- we treated that store like it was clerks in real life. Yep. So people would walk up Were in a game. Were you there when uh, Arthur bucks worked there? My- yeah. Before, before they made... Because... Then well, they had EB Games in the mall, and then like 300 feet down the mall, they opened GameStop. And like, yes. for a while there, they ran both game stores. Yes. And really sassy customers would be like, well, I'll fucking take my business over there. I'm like, we own that too, you piece yeah. of shit. So when take that, three cents for your Assassin's Creed. <laughs> when the buyout happened and they had both stores, so my store at that point was, it was me, um, Ryan Canuel, Sean Saucier, John Henry, like we had a the same fun group. Like we had a bunch of good guys. Actually, there. the cast of High Fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> I will now sell five copies of the Beta Band. <laughs> but uh, dude, some of my best experiences there was James just absolutely destroying customers that would walk yeah. in because all the cases on the wall are blind, are empty. Right. So people would go and grab their <laughs> like games and they'd walk up and they'd be like, "This is what I want." James would take them, throw them across yeah. the store, and be like, "Why don't you get a good fucking game?" <laughs> Thank you for the perspective. Would you like to pre-order Call of Duty? <laughs> it comes with a free map skin. Dude, Hard when, pass. When the GameStop bio happened, he was never cut out for GameStop because EB didn't give a fuck. Right. Well, before then, it was Babbage's. Yeah. If we're really going back, that way, was way where back. my brother bought a fucking 3DO for oh, full God. price. 800 No. It was either eight hundred or nine hundred dollars, and he brought it home. And I was like, "This is amazing." Dude, and he's adjust, like, "Don't you fucking ever touch it." Adjust, and every time he left the house, I fucking played that thing. That's so like your brother has always right made great financial decisions. My brother, my brother, <laughs> bless him, uh, has finally made moves to fix and remedy the financial burden. Tell me more. I'm, I, I'm not going to get into two specifics because of the fact that he can... No, we want his fucking social. No, I know, I know. <laughs> 009FA slash Q. <laughs> Is that a niner? Was there a niner? But, uh, it's a situation where he has made moves where it's going to free up an extra $500 a month. And then, come uh, December, when his auto loan drops off, it frees up another $300 a month. So at that point, I will be in the fucking clear. I am no longer paying anything to help out that, that isn't mine. Good. Fucking finally. And then we get to talk about getting paid back for doing this for years. Just case, have him hold a job for five years and then make him take out a loan off his 401k. Oh, man, I can't I, wait that long. I, I can't say we missed that. I don't think my heart's got five more years left in it. <laughs> uh, Daryl just opened up a uh, can of Monster Energy. I hope G Fuel's hearing that. The uh, monster. Fuck you, G Fuel. The monster uh, ultra peachy keen peach flavored uh, sugar free monster, which I think is probably the best. It is the best flavored monster. Uh, before I drank mine, or I still drink mine. Before I have to tell you about this drink that um, Daryl told me about. You're from, welcome. From Downey's. Wait, Brewing. did he bring it for you? No, or did no, he just no. Tell no. you to go buy no, it yourself. No, I, I wouldn't well. buy it. Okay, so I'm the one that came bearing gifts. Yes, <laughs> frankincense and myrrh. Uh, Downey's Brewing. Uh, has made slushy flavored beer. 
It's not really beer. I, I don't it's, know how to. It's it's not a it's beer. Not a beer. It's, it's not a sauce. cider. Yeah. It's not a beer. <laughs> I don't exactly know what to call it, but if you are anywhere that you can get the Down East uh, blue slushy, red slushy, you owe yourself to try it. It's it's delicious. It's I, fucking phenomenal. Um, well, that, that's that's uh, that's good that that he's starting to get on the right track. Yes, I'm happy to hear me, that. It makes me less. Uh, Ready to commit a murder suicide? <laughs> <laughs> commit Harry Carey. <laughs> it's just—it's been such a such a long drawn out thing, you know what I mean? And I still don't even necessarily know if we're going to get to keep the house. We haven't heard anything from the lawyers because of the fact that they're waiting to get into court. You know what I mean? Probate but takes forever. Dad's medical bills are what they are, and they didn't sign a will or anything like that over to us, so we get to ride that that wave and see where it crashes. Yep. I'm just going to rent Tony's camper and live here on his yard. <laughs> I'm gonna be that you, guy. Just, you just can't use it the third week in August. That's fine. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> at that point, I will just sleep in the pool, and I mean everything when I say that, as far as breathing and everything. Because <laughs> unbeknownst to Tony, I'm just going to show up and grab it for for it. a week. I hear you. Um, I'm Leave some to... cash in it, said because I'm not a fucking scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody try to borrow it and not give you money? No. Okay. No. No, nope. I like it. I like a good story. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not really a good story to tell about. Yeah, you bought a camper, you can't use it. Well, you will be able yeah. to now. Well, things have changed. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's a place that you can. You, you're you know, oh yeah, there's also time. PTO time. Phil right. Oliveira always used oh, to say to us, Phil. "I know," but he would always say, I "If you don't like something, Phil. hang around for a little bit because it'll change." And that is fucking the only true thing I've ever heard from that from that fucking low mask guy. <laughs> I, the so, problem is, is that it always changes for the worst most of the time. So as as a sales rep, Phil was tough to deal with. You only ever saw him coming into the store, and he was usually critical of everything. He he was a real pain in the ass. When I became event manager for AT&T, and I spent a lot of time at the corporate office, and I saw Phil in other regards, he's a fucking pretty good dude. I was I was shocked. Him and I actually got pretty close during that. And that guy has gone through some shit. But he just fucking chugs along. He tried to get out of that role in, in that area for five years. He was stuck in that role for five years longer than he wanted to be. Because they had nobody else. True. And as you know, because you've fucking been there, when you're stuck, it sucks. The golden handcuffs, man. Yep. Yep. I totally get that. It's tough. It's tough to move and do something new. Especially as you get older, you don't really want to learn new things as much. You well, want to, but you want to learn things that you want to learn. A new job is a stress level that you don't necessarily want to take on. So I commend you for doing that, Tony, because it can be very... You're, you're taking on a whole lot. Me you know, it's like you said at the start. You don't have experience with that, so they're going to teach you in the line of fire. Right. But that's it. that is what it is. The, the fortunate thing for like Tony and I is... That's how camping world is. Like yeah. when you get when you get that job, there's no hand holding. No. You just figure it out. My first day <clears> on the <throat> sales floor, I, I sold a camper my first day and I never ever looked at the paperwork and I just fumbled my way through and figured it out. And every, that's rough. Yeah. That there's no training at all. Like they help you shadow somebody, but that you're really, I just, I yeah, never you're really as good anybody. as the person you shadow. And what if you got pers- put up with somebody who fucking sucks? I, I never shadowed anybody. So I thought I was going to shadow somebody for like a month and, and see. No. 
Nope. I had never... Also, also... It wasn't like they didn't know you were coming over either, because you had planned for it. The the BDC part was temporary. Also, I don't know about... I I don't believe you did, but I know, like, when I started, there was no training pay. So now... for me. Now there's So what, it was just the draw right out of the gate? Right right off the grip, yeah. Yeah. So when I first started... to do that job. when, When I started, it was Lee's... And you made $150 a day plus 10% commission, gross profit, whatever you sold. Mm-hmm. So I was there for every day. Yeah. I worked every day until Camerol took over. So for three weeks, I didn't take a day off because I'm like, if I'm making $150, bucks, i am going to be here. So, but there was no training. It was, it was all self-taught. And it was, you know, it was, it was getting yelled at yeah. or getting talked to about not doing this right, not doing that right till you figure it out. And doing walkthroughs of the customers, camper presentations, like how you approach like showing a customer a camper. That's shit that Tony and I just figured out on our own. We weren't shown how to do that. There, There's techniques that I have been taught and learned along the way. Certain talk tracks and things like that. But overall, like the the, the process... Is a very self-taught, self-molded process. When when I walk up to a camper, mine is similar to Tony's because I got to a point where I'm like, "Show me what you fucking do," because I have no idea. So he showed me how he did it, and that's what I started to make my process. But everybody kind of figures their own shit out. But we didn't have training pay. It was yeah. you start, and here's here is your fucking draw, and if you sell shit, you make money. I just don't know. I think I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing for the rest of this year, and then I'm going to look into maybe doing that. Maybe. The, the tough part for you, so when I was in the BDC, I approached it very different. I sold when I was in there. I found campers. I would talk to people about tow capacities like because my whole point was I was there to learn mm-hmm. because when I moved over, I wanted it to be a smooth transition. I, I wanted to have um, that knowledge. For myself so as i was in there i would start selling people over the phone but you can ask these guys the appointments that came in not 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 interrupt you but just so you guys are aware and fucking real and <laughs> she's actually playing volleyball with her cheese bone <laughs> so we get reba these uh reba is our yellow lab we get her these himalayan cheese sticks they call them a cheese bone because it's like a hard rind of a cheese wheel and um yeah, sometimes she chews it, sometimes she fucking throws it across the room and makes a racket. So if you hear noise like it's a fucking construction zone, it's just her playing. Yep. She threw it across the room and I watched her slide across, the, not even get up. No, she just slides her. legs up and yeah. just walking, <laughs> sliding she herself like a slug monster. Gronk spikes it off it. the yep. floor. <laughs> yeah, just rubbing her tits right off the floor. All right. Sorry, continue. I can't delete that from my brain. <laughs> She did that. She went down the stairs. Her back legs just fucking skipped the f- over the fucking stairs. That I believe. Well, thankfully, um, young puppies are made out of rubber bands, so they're fucking <laughs> like skis. Yeah. But yeah, when I was down there, when people were coming in, they had a unit or two, and they were buying. Now, I want you to know that we've been told not to do that. Oh, I know. You know I was I mean? also told not to do it. I just continued to do I it. Know, I know, but like uh, my coworker gets like spoken to more than a couple times about doing that because she struggles to not do it because she wants to make sure she gives a good experience. Same thing with me. You know what I mean? I'll always try to sneak some info in there if I can. You know, I'm always going on RVUSA and doing a little research and sending some options and stuff. Like, I'll listen to the customer tell me what they want. 
But if it's a situation where it's like, I want to know about what the solar capacity is, where the pre-wiring is for a washer and dryer, I want to know about the winter capabilities, and what kind of generator does it have? I'm like, oh, okay, those are those little out of my wheelhouse. So a lot of those answers are actually on the same web, web page that you're yeah. looking at. I was going to say website and web page. I, I, I time, usually but. go down the list, but if I can't find it, then I'm like, all right, off you go. <laughs> um the, the tough part is the talk tracks that they tell you guys to use, and I understand it's not on you guys. When they tell you guys, oh, we can pull from any store, you guys have no idea how much of a fucking nightmare it is to pull from another store. We don't do it on purpose because it's not just the price you see. We have to pay. They have to pay for the transfer. Yeah. They have to pay their fucking fees. Never, ever do we lead a conversation off by, no. we can pull from another store. No, you're fucking buying something here. Because it's yep. going to cost you way more what, anywhere else. What I hate is, and I understand it's like a, it's like a last ditch, whatever. Well, um, it's it, when the manager will be like, "Well, you know, we have two hundred stores we can pull from." Blah blah blah. You know, so someone's like, "Oh, all right, I'm just going to go online, find the cheapest fucking price, and get it sent here." Well, no, 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 no. It's the price plus whatever the store there has for fees plus four dollars a mile to get it here. So if you're talking about one in Colorado, you can add fucking eight, ten grand to that to get it here, Ooh. plus another two, three, four grand in fees. You know, like it's it's. But you know the reason they want us to say that number to get one through is, the door. Is, is because the what is it? What's the ratio? Eighty percent of the people that come in don't buy what they come in to look for originally. Something like that. Yep. They'll tell you that, but I I, I, know, I, know. I would like argue said, that. This is what they say. I'm not saying this is yeah. how it is. <laughs> I think I think it all depends process. on the salesperson. Correct. Because, yeah, no, a lot of times people come in, it's a 50-50 shot. Either someone comes in already with, this is what they want, they've looked at it 17 times online, watched videos on it, or I sell them on something else. You know, like, you know, I had a customer on Saturday who was looking for a 17, 18-foot camper and ended up buying an almost 30-foot one. Yep. So sometimes it, it's a product of they, they don't understand. So when you have somebody coming in to look at a 17 or 18 foot camper, they've never actually stepped foot into a 17 yeah, or 18 foot camper. That's a kid's bedroom. Right. It really is. Um, Do you want to you want to have a family of four in that? No, you don't. But you'll kill each other. It's it's a very rare situation where it's like the exact specific camper I'm looking for because there's so many manufacturers that make the same fucking floor plan. Yeah. So you can usually oh, you find mean like something. This, the Coleman Keystone uh, Wolf Pup. <laughs> yeah. So you can usually find something comparable on the lot. Usually, yeah. not always, especially right now because stock is. This is my other worry: is we've pumped out. Of 110 campers, 120 campers over the last six and a half weeks. So, like so and we have, yeah. So, my worry for you guys is that we are already, already talking about it like he's not there. Yeah. Is that we're, what, the 17th of the month? Uh, and, yeah, and they have like a 99 goal. And I think there's we're only. There's not many out. There's not many out. I've, I'm the leader with like five or six. And there's a few with five and a couple with four. And when you look at the calendar, there's not a lot out there on the calendar. Yeah. There's a lot that we've written that we've had a lot of rough credit scenarios yes. lately. You mean like people coming in? I sold, like, I sold two campers. Is it possible to have a 275 credit? <laughs> <laughs> I sold two campers yesterday. I have no idea. I like I, I don't see in any way, shape, or form that, that those actually see, go. That, that's the thing with being a sales is that there's so much to it. Like... You know, it's it's the hardest thing. It's okay. 
because there's so many departments that have to have a hand in it that if it if there's so many things that cannot go through yeah and it's not your fault yeah and sometimes you feel and and i'm not talking for daryl or anyone else but sometimes i feel like no one gives a shit yeah because service gets a paycheck no matter what whether they suck at their job or great at their job they make a paycheck whether they smash your camper on it yeah right finance they they are getting paid on everyone's deals yep they you know it's so very parasitic (laughs) it just you know it's rough it's rough and you know i think you know it's i'm not saying that you can't make a great living at it i did I went well, from making thirty something. Not this year, but no, but you know, the first year I did it, I went from you know thirty three grand at Main Med to you know uh, like uh, eight I, times I, that. I can't, you know? I can't have dog slobber all over me. I, uh, I I made more than a year salary and a paycheck one week. Yeah, no, that's crazy. You know, but I think it's great. And the money is enticing, you know what I mean. But if it's not there, what's the what's the draw? Uh, yeah, the thrill of the sale. It's not <laughs> that thrilling. Dawn ready in the goods. It's not that. It's not that thrilling anymore. You but know? I'll tell you that you worked so much harder at Main Med for so much less money. Honestly, right now is comparable. In fact, I probably worked more now because not hour wise. I mean, like the stuff you had to do. For sure. I mean, well, there was definitely like the mental aspect to it because you're dealing with life and death. Like, I don't want to make it sound that dramatic, but you are. You're working in a emergency room at a hospital, you know. But um, you know, it's it's like when when I look when I I look at my pay this year minus my benefits and, and stuff like that. Like, I'm I'm in the hours I put into it. Like, I'm making less than minimum wage. Yeah, you're making less than a fry cook. Yeah. After after insurance, you know? which which is which is which is hard, which is yeah. hard to come home to to a family and you know and so it's like an old shoe shiner. <laughs> yeah, like, how'd you do today? Three dollars. It was great. Woo! Yeah, we get to eat this week. Yeah, no more fish heads and tails for us. We're gonna get a beef tongue. What's that fucking? Uh, what is a uh, salted pork? I watched that thing online. It's like a, a guy who like recreates the colonial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch. Uh, man, I go into a. I go. I watch it a lot. Grog the fucking. What is it? The rum that's watered down or whiskey that's watered down? <laughs> it's rough, but yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what that position, that job holds for me in the future. I'm just kind of staying where I am right now. But you know. We'll have to see if things change. If I need to be able to make more money, I know that I've got that as an option. But it's a sink or swim. They'll throw you to the wolves and see how it goes. You know, and you would, you will have a month. I think it's a month or two of of pay. But yeah. it's it's you know it, no. And but you know me, I wouldn't want to go in to do something if I wasn't gonna. And it's not that I wouldn't try to succeed yeah. at it and excel, but I would hate to go in there and be bad at it. Yeah, and it can happen. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they don't. It, I know that the management want to train and, and and they try to do the best they can, but there's 
seven, eight, nine, ten guys at a time. And they're Everyone to, different learning styles, different different ways of speaking, different yeah. different levels of interaction with people. Like like if you're trying to be a fucking camper salesman or a car salesman, and you're not a social person, yeah, you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, and, and the thing is, is that is that you have to do a lot of self. Uh, reliance and yeah. learning. You're, it's your your own. Business. So I would watch videos on YouTube. I would drive out and just walk through campers. Like I, like I spent hours obsessing over campers and different sure. styles of campers, different brands of campers, and different reviews of campers. That was me. That's how I had to learn. So, but you know, now I'm in the winding stretch, and now I'm going to have to learn a whole new industry. Yeah, it's exciting like it, and it's terrifying. It's busy year-round. They, they do between 90 and 110 units a month. Um, they have steady growth. Um, I'm going to be doing probably 40 to 60 you know, finance closings a, a month. So, yeah. you know, it'll be, it'll be good. Do you have a lint brush? I do. Okay. I'll <laughs> so. Since Reba is insistent on sharing her jacket with me. And I, uh, she just loves. I'm I sitting here just getting through different rounds at my Microsoft application. So, what do you mean? I applied for a relationship manager position with Microsoft. Okay, and that's I, not the kiosk in the mall. That's like going place to place to teach. Not even that. Oh, okay. So the relation, it's basically customer service, but not for the customers. Yep. it's with vendors. Oh, it's a fully okay. remote position, Monday through Friday. Yeah. So I mean, I got through. The first round, I'm in the second the round. The vetting right process. Yeah. It's like I applied wants, to two. The who wants to be a millionaire when you call <laughs> up and you have to play the game before you can play the game? Before I, you can I, play I, the game? I applied to two. One was a wing and a prayer, and I already got an email like, oh, you're, we're not considering you for that role anymore. It was a worldwide gaming coordinator. So it was like a marketing degree, basically, which obviously I don't have a marketing degree. Did you tell them that you rode rollerblades in a snowmobile to school? You need to understand. <laughs> Who I, I would am. probably hire you. You sound like James Bond. <laughs> I'm redneck James Bond. Uh, so you're Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bud Light. Bah, 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 I was going to say, except I don't get super angry at right. Bud Light for dumb things. Changing my, my sweet can. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm a fucking idiot. I'm, I'm not like... Bah with the bah, indeed. Everybody, <laughs> everybody do your own thing, man. I don't give a fuck what people I want to do. What, what company wants to advertise what way, have at it, man. They're like, cool. Yeah. If I like your Dude. product, I like your product. Who, whatever you put the packaging around, Somebody it made matter. a fucking meme of him shooting a truck, and they're like, his mechanic told him it needed tranny fluid. <laughs> No, I will say... I lost my mind. I'm sorry. Bud Light is the worst of all domestic beers. I, it's so easy to drink. I can drink a thousand of them and they make great decisions. <laughs> it, it tastes so bad. So but that's, bad. That's what started me on beer was Bud Light. And then, yeah. then I saw the light. I'm like, wait, there's way better beer out there. Better so bitters. I don't drink Bud Light, but it has nothing to do with the can they decided to right. put around you the just fucking don't, You just don't like piss water? <clears throat> I just don't like piss water. I'd rather drink PBR. If I'm going to drink a domestic, rough on the it's going to be fucking Coors. Because yeah. Coors is fantastic. You're a, Coors, you're a Coors man? I'm a Coors man. Tap the Rockies, Daryl. If I'm buying a domestic, no, I usually get good. like the fancy beers and stuff like that. Right. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't give a shit. If you bring it, I'll drink it. This is true. Tony, Tony will drink anything. Battery fluid. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Well, guys, I think it's I think 
Uh, how long has this been? An hour? We're about an hour. I haven't even talked about my day yet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you dick faces. You know what? Lay it on me. No, fuck you guys. No, All right, so it. here's the deal. Give it to me now. I woke up. I took my fucking two handfuls of pills because my ankles are fucked. I have. Did I say anything about my ankles since the last? No, part? you gotta lay it on. Oh, okay, well, I, I this probably is a new revelation. I've probably told everybody in passing by now that I talked to. But, uh, I He's went, got severe arthritis. Yeah, baby. I, th- I was hoping it was a break. It's not a break. I am just old and, and debilitated with crippling arthritis. Um, it, I have severe arthritis. I have bone spurs in my feet and ankles, and I have floating uh, uh, bone fragments in the the foot goo. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Well, doc, do I need to get like, do I have to get like a fucking surgery or get something fixed?" She's like, "No, just stay active." And I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "But it is degenerative." I'm like, "Oh, so fucking awesome!" So I have that to look forward to. And it's like I'll wake up and like I'm still not 100. percent When do you get yeah. robot legs? I asked. It's a risky like, procedure, but I think it'll be worth it. And she didn't laugh at me. I don't think she's ever seen Grandma's Boy Tony, and I'm sorry about That's that. A fucking sacrilege. I'm sorry, Doctor McNally. <laughs> um, but so, like, I'm still not a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, I woke up today and I was still like fucking sore and aching and shit. And it's just gonna kind of be that way, I think. Yeah. But like, they've got me on so many new medications. Like, I went, I went over and uh, my sister taught me how to play cornhole the other day. Uh, I went to visit mom's grave on uh, Mother's Day, and then I went to visit Melissa in uh, in Western New Hampshire. And she taught me how to play cornhole, and we're having some drinks and playing cornhole. I've never played before. It's a lot of fun. The concept isn't lost to me. I'm not a fucking bag in hole. Yeah, I'm not a detective, but I can sort out how to put a thing in a hole, ladies. Um, (laughs) Hey, 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 ladies! I'd be done by then. That's too too many (laughs) haze. One minute in heaven is better than no minutes in heaven. (laughs) So uh, I'm quite sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> some weird flight of the Concords reference. Fucking love that song. So yeah, and and turns out I'm actually okay at cornhole. I can make a thing go in a hole, ladies. <laughs> so we did that and everything. But like, I started to get super fucking dizzy after like two games. Now I don't know if you know this, but in cornhole, you can negate somebody's points by getting points of your own. Yep. So you can literally drag out a little bit. You know what I mean? You can have a couple rounds where nobody fucking the the scoreboard doesn't move. It's True like story. soccer. Yep. Yeah, we're like ninety minutes. I thought it might have been. I don't know. You could tell me about soccer for hours, and the extent of my knowledge of soccer comes from Ted Lasso. So I couldn't tell you how the extra minutes work because they haven't covered that in the show yet. They will, I'm sure. (laughs) I hope. I still haven't seen that show. Is it good? Gotta watch it. It's one of the best shows ever. So I got up this morning. I took my fucking cereal bowl full of old man pills. Um, Went to grab drinks for everybody and stuff like that because I mean I'm not going to do a fucking podcast without my rider. <laughs> Two big balls of Jack Daniels, all brown M and M's, all those crazy fucking Van Halen and like Lemmy Kilmister like stories. <laughs> uh, did that. Came here after this. I'm going for a checkup to go check on my like blood pressure levels and everything. Check on the size of my leg to see if the edema has gone down and all that other dope shit. Yep. Just hot guy stuff. And then I'm gonna go play some motherfucking Zelda. The new Zelda drop. It dropped a bomb on me. How how hard was your penis? On release day, of that. not bull. Let shit. me explain. I don't. F- it's great. Okay, as far as Tony, it's not Tony, as good as it's not. Tony, it's go not ahead great. and black out. It's hard. I understand. Right now, I hear waves crashing in the distance, which is what I'm doing with my mouth, so it's fine. <laughs> but he also has a seashell up to his ears. It's fine. It's a great Zelda game. It's more of that. 
Okay. Like if you've played Breath of the Wild recently, it's just more. You breath, don't right? necessarily have to play this. Is it a different story at least though? Like, it's a continuation. Okay. But let me be clear, okay, and I don't mean to speak reductively about my favorite series. It's more of the same. The the new mechanic with the fucking ultra hand or whatever it's called. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a fucking uh, engineer. Yeah. And sometimes I like to get a little fucking high when I play video games. <laughs> and when they're like, you need to build a car out of these spare parts and it has to work properly. And I'm like, I'm too fucking high to play Zelda right now. I thought I was going to get the hook shot. No. <laughs> I have to put a fucking flaming head on a shield so I can melt an ice thing to get in to get the key. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds so appealing to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I can let you borrow it once I'm done with it. But like, oh, I'm there was four dungeons in Breath of the Wild. There's four dungeons in Tears of the Kingdom. Ganon's the big bad. Ganon's the big bad. You know yep. what I mean? Or whatever. They're fuck King, Demon King, or whatever. It's that, but with like a green. You know how when uh, Fallout uh, New Vegas came out, it was Fallout 3, but orange. I am so That's yeah. fucking kind of like this. Okay. I like it. I really do. Yeah. But there's like three maps you have to deal with there's the underground, there's the ground, and there's the above ground. Wait. And, there's no water level? There, no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Like, as far as the world. Yeah. Like, there's three worlds now. I was going to be so excited. So, it's the water just, level. it's a fucking ton of that game. Yeah. Be ready for it. There's $70 worth of content in there if that's what you're looking for. So, I will tell you, I still have not finished Breath of the Wild. So, I intend to finish that before I get sure. this game anyway. Um, I mean, I like Breath of the Wild. I'm sure I, I will like this it's one. It's more of that. But, yeah. 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 The blood moon still comes up, and I throw my fucking controller against the wall because I hate that shit. It's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm gonna do that today, and then just rest my ankle. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully things have gone down size wise. I think so a little bit, and uh, I won't need to get an MRI to see if I have a blood clot in my leg. You That'd know, be good. Dope shit. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking close to the 200 pounds lost, guys. That's I'm so pumped for you, man. But I haven't it. been like hitting the gym because obviously I've been because oh, the feet crippling pain, and it's just like. I've been trying my best to keep my diet under control, you know, but yeah. when I come home and I'm like, all right, what are we doing for dinner tonight? And Darren's like, oh, I cooked up, you know, fucking uh, chicken penne pasta in an Alfredo sauce. I'm like, that is fucking salt, cheese, <laughs> salt, and salt. <laughs> and sodium, I'm like, that's sodium, right. I can't, sodium, carbs, yeah, so, but I can't sodium, wait yeah. to undo all the work I've done. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Let me triple up on my water pill. God, God, fucking I already. Ooh, I can't even imagine. Already, I'm a fucking prisoner to that shit. Yeah. As soon as I take it, I'm like, all right. Well, I'm I'm no good to anybody for the next fucking three hours. <laughs> shit sucks. Uh, I I auditioned for that band. Yeah. Remember, I went and I learned like fucking. Are you gonna go my way? Oh and yeah. Are you gonna be my girl? And by learning, by learning, he he looked at it and he's like, okay, I know the song. So, like, let's get that clear. Well, it's like it, there's more to it than that. There, there is not more to it. They, than they, that. Like, I want I want you to learn the song, and that means the the lead lines and the solos and stuff. Yep. Like that. So I really tried, right? The band fucking disbanded after after my practice. No the way. Just, they exploded. My buddy was like, hey. It was all set. He was like, what do you need for gear? We'll get you gear. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to get that crazy fucking, uh, what's, the, what's the guitar brand that uh, Jake Healy uses? Anybody? Anybody? It's not Kramer. It's not GNL. I can't believe I can't think of it right now. It's the one that Satch uses, Satchel uses from uh, fucking uh, Steel Panther. Uh, Charvel. Yeah. They have they have like the, the ice cream. They have the satchel fucking 
Tiger burst. Yes. yes. Tiger yes. strike. And I want that. That's fucking fire. Unreasonably. <laughs> I don't care if it's purple, yellow, or fucking neon green. Yep. I want one of those. Okay? I mean, neon green would be my choice. Dude. And like everybody I've shown it to him, like, this is going to be my next guitar. It's like 1400 bucks. Like, yeah. Uh, also, uh, quick sidebar. If no one's ever heard of Steel Panther, do yourself a favor and listen to Steel Panther. Uh, go and do that for <laughs> sure. If anything, just to hear them cover uh, Crossfire. Yoga Cop in the commercial <laughs> with Freddie Wong. Oh man! So I will I, give you the stars uh, in the sky, <laughs> but they're too far away. So I'm hoping I was hoping I could get like a new orange amp. Yeah, like one of those fucking guitars. Those orange amps are guy. Instantly imploded. I was like, was it fucking? And because of my imposter syndrome, I was like, was it something I did? Was I, did I fucking cause the breakup of the band? They're like, no, 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 it was coming. And then I was like, I still fucking feel like I caused the breakup of the band. Because <laughs> he's too good. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah, he showed up and everybody's like, we can't fucking jam with this guy. He's going to make us look stupid. So, like, the remnants of that band wants to do, like, an 80s hair metal project. And oh, my oh, God. And I was just like, you're fucking speaking my language right, <laughs> right up my alley. Well, I mean, I've been learning the solo to Bark at the Moon to add to the rest of the song. Oh, of course. Don't fucking judge I reached out to about me being a secret good guitar player. Well, I mean, I'm getting. You know what? I kind of want to figure out this John Mayer riff. He's doing a lot of pent talk, eighth, one triplet scale stuff. I can figure that out. That's exactly what I remember. We're at AT and T, and he's like, "I think I'm going to learn some John Mayer songs." And he comes in the next day, he's like, "I learned these 14 John Mayer songs. (laughs) I learned this whole album." I'm feeling personally attacked right now. So yeah, like I went there and I played the fucking solo for Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz and I put all kinds of fucking pinch harmonics into it because I have no control over it. The pick, she squeal when she want to squeal. <laughs> but yeah, they want me to learn like Rock Me by Great White, uh, Un- Unskinny Bop by Poison, Ooh. which I already know. Of course you know most that song. Of the riffs. No, no shocker there. And the, there's a couple other ones that are just like hair metal essentials. <laughs> but I was like, you know, it's a big ass because that's a lot of like fucking cheeseball hammer-ons and like you know actual shred i figure you know about at least 80 percent of poison's music like Eh, on guitar i I do but i've never like sat down to try it's like it's like with megadeth i know a ton of megadeth songs i've never tried to play anything other than jimmy Jimmy come again (laughs) r.i.p lane i know i know it was great to see Mari Friedman get back together with those guys in Japan. <laughs> Not that they needed him or anything like that, but he was the one that like worked on that stuff. But I was so glad that we got to do an episode today. Pumped. Yes, Pumped. this is like Again, my, this is like my therapy. So I'm super pumped on it's that. It's time to shift your day off to Wednesday. All right, I'll see what I can do. Wednesday. I just don't Wednesday. know. If, I don't know if she has something like she has to do for Wednesday. No, or if she doesn't. I can. I can tell you that on Wednesdays she is. Literally a stone's throw from my house every Wednesday. Oh, okay. Because the guy she's dating is my neighbor. Gotcha. So I see her all the time. Yeah. Should not be a problem. Yeah. Well, that sounds good, guys. Okay. Tony, thank you for being here. Yeah. At your place. Daryl, thank you for being here and making the time. I know you're a super busy guy. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) You fucking asshole. (laughs) Oh, uh, one one quick cool part of news. Okay. Ava tried out for Team Maine a couple days ago. Got yeah. the call yesterday. She got the spot. What is nice. it? Nice. Uh, travel softball team. Okay, gotcha. So she's super, super pumped. She's put in a lot of work, so I'm, I'm proud of her. And That's awesome, yeah, news. It's awesome. Um, 
Awesome. Your your kid made a softball team. My kid has a mental diagnosis. <laughs> I can't have kids. <laughs> not because not because the, the tackleberries don't work or anything. I'm just very scared of that. So I'm like, get away from me! <laughs> Reba has a show on the floor. That's good. It's, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day for Hay. Things are coming up, Millhouse. Dude, you, <laughs> you don't have a factory. Bugaboo. Bugaboo.